Wochen. We are underway. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, I'm your host TK, I'm here with my main man, G'day Andy. How you going TK? <clears throat> Doing better than you. <laughs> oh, was just, it was terrible, wasn't it? Oh, but at least right. you're in the top four still, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think Manly just wanted it a lot more, and um, yeah, a couple of players just went lacking, um, mainly Wacker Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a few opportunities though, hopefully that Newt Neokoro will come back into the team, because they definitely need him on that right edge. That's offensive mindset on him. Hey, I think I think um, he's one more week on his suspension. I think he got two, so I think he's been gone for two weeks. So oh, two should be back this week. Yeah. yeah, he's back this week. So today on the show, Corby's on rep duties again with his with his team. They got the school comp in Wollongong this weekend, and so tonight we'll be doing the classic performances, studs and duds, little update on injuries and suspensions, our round eleven burning questions, and our trade targets for round twelve. But Andy, both of us did pretty well this week, both cracking a thousand. Your boy, Walshy, helped both of us get in there and have a really nice performance. But how would you go in general? Yeah, not too bad. I think I scored uh, 1,016. Mm. The only thing that stuffed me, the two players that sort of um, done me over was was Sam Walker with six. It was a bit unfortunate. Yeah. And <laughs> this one really hurt me even more. <laughs> I, uh, I had to drop Braden Burns to pick up a center. And because it was late notice, I had um, – I had no options to pick up. It was only Wonga Blake in that price range. So <laughs> I literally got, got worse points. I got minus five instead of zero that Braden Burns would have got me. So, yeah, that hurt me a lot. Wow. Well, I went pretty well too. I got 1,059 and I've moved up a little bit more in rank, so 397. But Sam Walker, he really, really hurt me. And then the other one was Jerome Hughes pulling out very, very late on, I think it was Friday that he pulled out. So hopefully he's only a week out with, I think it was – it was his calf, I think, which is never that great anyway. But still a nice nice little round. The only thing I'm worried about now is Angus Crichton. He was just on the Matty Johns show, and apparently he's going to fight the charge at judiciary because they played okay. it, and it was so soft. It was literally the half coming through, and then he's knocked him over after his – but there was literally nothing in it. Like, I think there's a bit of an overreaction. But I guess when I go through the all the suspensions this week, the big thing to keep in mind too – it's just because they're not getting suspended this week. The ones that are getting just the slap on the wrist with the fines, that's still going on their record. So had he not – he's had a couple of those already this year. Had he not had those, he probably could have got away with – it got worse because of the, the loading. The grading, yeah. Mm. So it's quite interesting. But, Andy, let's kick it off with our uh, studs. How good is this bloke? Studs, mate, who you got first? Oh, look, look, big mention to the Cleary, but I'm just going to have to go with, with Tommy Turbo. Honestly, how how good is he? he mm. In my opinion, he is he has to be the New South Wales blue for fullback. He he shits on Teddy at the moment. Um, he's just too good. What he had ninety fantasy points. Look, these stats: one try, two try assists, three hundred meters, eight <laughs> tackle breaks, one line break, four line break assists, and two offloads. He's just he's the everything man. He just he's just everywhere. He creates so much an attack, and yeah, he just destroyed our right side. Our Right side edge, so yeah, uh, yeah Tommy Turbo. It hurts me to say it because he put it on my team. But yeah, he's be starred this week. Well, sticking on the fullback flavor, I've got Mr. Heath Ledger himself, Nico Hines. Very similar to Turbo, just glides across the field, tackle breaks galore. It's got 101. I actually brought him in late, so I just thought the cash grab, especially when I heard Bellamy say that Pups is still three or four weeks away. As soon as he, I said that, I go, "There's a good month of." 
good money just to be made here. And you could nearly flip him back for Pups when Pups is back, I reckon. Oh, he's making that much coin, surely. Yeah. 206 metres, 13 tackle breaks, a try assist, a line break, a try save, two line break assists, five goals. The boy's got some game, and he's still pretty cheap now. I know he's going to put a hell of a lot of money on, but if you're looking for that, you know, we thought earlier in the season Tex Hoy could probably do it, but this guy is not a backup. Like, Tex Hoy is still a backup up-and-comer. This guy is a very solid player. He's a first-grader start. He starts any other team, or not. Every other team, but most teams in NRL at the moment. Yeah, he'd probably captain Cronulla, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, you got to win, mate. <laughs> Don't knock your boy. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Dud time, Andy. I think I think uh, you know who I'm going to say already, but yeah, the old boy Waka Blake. He was um, yeah, that was horrendous. Minus five fantasy points, six missed tackles, <laughs> and he's just poor reads in defence. Uh, it was just so bad, but yeah, and that send off as well didn't help his um his case. I think he hasn't played even when he gets back from suspension. I think Murata definitely keeps his spot. Um, not that I'm the main coach at all, but that's what I would do. Well, I think it's the first time in history that Parramatta fans liked getting him. They might as well have played with twelve men. The way he Honestly, was yeah. <laughs> I was like, just get him off, send him off for the, for the game. We'll probably play better. Yeah, 100%. Well, mate, my one is Sammy Walker. So he's just mm. gone on a bit of a lull. TPJ really targeted him on, on Saturday night. Four missed tackles there. Probably what's really concerning is he's only running for 30 metres, and this is a couple of weeks in a row, and his kick metres have just disintegrated. Last week he was really, really low. This week only 38 kick metres. So he's not really taking charge as a halfback. Lamb is coming back in. His last three average is 23. So the three-date rule in reverse, like I'm kind of seeing self-signals, especially seeing that we've made 300K. We'll talk to, talk about him a little bit later in the show, but mm. he's a massive concern for me. Yeah, I think that, that six is really scares you. For any, like he's already made 323K, so I think... Yeah, like we said, we'll touch on it later, but I think he, he could be some cell warning signs there. Yeah, for sure. All right, Andy, what we'll do before we rip into these questions is injuries and suspensions. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Harry Grant, he was on SEN the other day on Friday, and he said he's out for another four weeks with that hamstring. So probably going to miss – this is coming out of his own mouth. So wow. that's quite interesting. Craig Bellamy, as I did say, says probably another four, three to four weeks for Pups. Uh, Charles Nicol Clockstead, they announced today he needs neck surgery. So he's out for the year. So he's gone. And then suspensions, Victor Adley, four to six weeks. Angus Crichton's going to fight it, but he's looking at two weeks. Chris Smith from the Doggies, one week. Sione Katoa, the Bulldogs one, is one week. Uh, Tyson Gamble, one to two weeks. Matt Lodge, one week. Moini Hiroti, one week. Joshy Dugan, one week. Josh Kerr, one to two weeks. Teague Wilton, one week. Jason Tamulolo, two weeks. Lachlan Burr, two weeks. <laughs> Fines for the following players. Esan Masters, Dylan Napa, Bo Furmore, Jamal Fogarty, Corey Waddell, Joseph Manu, David Mead, Elliot Whitehead, Paul Vaughan, and Ellie Katoa. What is going on? That's, <laughs> that's, that's horrendous. It wasn't quite a week on the injury front. The only other two that, that really I noticed was Elliot Whitehead with his finger, so he might need surgery. And apparently Tommy Starling did his ankle as well. So for Tommy Starling owners, that could be a little bit of trouble there as well. But Andy, I'm, I got a sore throat just from reading that out, mate. Jesus, judiciary must be. They must go to a per, till three o'clock in the morning with <laughs> people they've got there. That's ridiculous. They might need multiple. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, mate. We're going to have to have 
We're going to have to write a letter to Fantasy saying we need two trades every week <laughs> at this stage. This <laughs> is not fair. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's rip in some questions, mate. We're both holders of Angus Crichton here, Andy. So he's probably looking at two weeks. So we've had a, quite a few of these guys have these weird sort of two weeks, like Fafita's just cop one. Momorowski had a three-weeker the other week. And just this really weird sort of time frame, especially with someone that's smashing so much of your salary cap. What do you? What's your thoughts on is it a hold? Uh, look, I think if you have cover or decent cover for him on the bench, um, you could probably hold him. But I'm I'm in the strife, so my only cover is Armel. Mm. But I, I don't think he's going to get as much points um, with any, like a thirty or high thirty average. So I'm thinking I'm even just thinking I might have to punt him if he just if he's out for the two games. Uh, I might have to because it's two games plus Origin and then the Origin period. Yeah. Um, then I so said it's either pick up. Um, Go for a like you mentioned earlier, like a Smith or um, yeah, I don't know. I have to do some research, but yeah, I think he might be a sell for me. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I do want to hold. It's just my other cover for mid was Peach, and Peachy mm-hmm. suspended a week, so it's just not the best timing. And the other thing is, we brought in Ryan Madison, didn't we? Considering yeah, I know they're just they're running out of edges. The New South Wales Blues, because you think that before this week, Radley was going to start at thirteen, which would mean that Cam Murray and Isaiah Yo would probably be one of the backups on the bench, right? And they can cover edge. So mm. I was pretty secure in the fact that probably Frizzell and Crichton would be the edge starters. Yeah, you'd think so. But now they've kind of pushed into a situation. I think Ryan Madison didn't do himself much favours today because out of all the games, I, th- I thought today he was a little minutes. bit poor. The first one he got subbed off because he got he got grapple tackled, so it was a free interchange, so they took him off. But then the second one, I was surprised, especially when they needed points, that they'll take their gun back row off, which was kind of strange. So I'm I'm a little bit worried that he might still be in contention there. Yeah, they took off Reed and uh, Madison, so I'm not too sure if Brad Arthur's just gone. We already lost it, pull him off, or, yeah. or I don't know. It's, it's a weird one, considering if he's want, trying to play himself into Origin, you think you want to be on the field for as long as possible, yeah, and um, state his claim, but. It's unfortunate for us if he does make Origin because we were hoping he'd be winning because we all picked him up. But yeah, for sure. Look, at least he plays around. To, oh, we'll see. Yeah, it really depends on Freddie, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But what Angus's probably suspension does open up for me is the fact I don't think I have enough. I think I've got too many halves. Like, and it probably tells me that I probably do need to sell Sam Walker to get someone maybe with a jewel or something like that, just because I think this is going to happen again. So at least plan a little bit earlier for it. So while we're, while we're on that top, uh, topic, Sam Walker, so 551K here, and he's made 323K, which is pretty good. So like I said, three-day re- reverse rule, he's done a 32, 33, and a six as his last three games. What's your thoughts on him? Oh, I'm thinking so, hey, especially with Lockie Lamb back. Um, and like you said, 38 kick meters, that's... That's pretty bad. They they did get like dominated by the Broncos, but like you said, the thirty three and then the thirty two before that, before he's six, maybe other teams have figured him out or they've just sort of they rush him so he doesn't got the amount of time he's got. But uh, for the price he is now and the price he's made, you, if you sell him, you've you've made three hundred twenty three k, and you could pick up a drink water or something for almost a straight swap. Well, you're right. Um, he's, he's got he's that jewel too. He's right? been, yeah, he's got that wing fullback half jewel. So, and he's been in some stellar form um, with the Cowboys going so well. So, yeah, I, I think he's a he's a, 
uh, a sell for me. Yeah, I want to be conservative in my trades, but I think I do need, like I said, I do need to kind of balance out my team a little bit better. So I think for me, I'm going to take that 300k off the table, and we'll go through a few options later in the show. But the next one, Andy, we've both been pretty well served by the guy that uh, you got him in draft as, as well, and that's Reese Walsh. So you picked him up quite. You picked him up first week that he came in too, didn't you? In classic. Yeah, in classic, I picked him up because it was a bit of a. Um, I think I was I was trying to get someone. I didn't have him in, but then I need. I I think it was the Trail Mitchell was actually Suspend. out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I needed to wing a fullback, so I picked him up just hoping he had a chance, and then just had a blinder. So I've had him from the base price, which is good. Uh, and if he's starting fullback, geez, how do you how do you not pick him up? And I don't think it's too late for him either. Yeah. Like, He's just he, a joy to watch, isn't he? Like he yeah, is an oh, actual joy to watch. I was watching. I was watching it with Mrs. Um, it was weird because she was watching football. <laughs> and uh, I was just literally just going, "What?" I was just shocked at the plays this eighteen-year-old kid is making. Like the cutout balls, and then the cutout to the right that got intercepted, and then he throws the exact same pass a little bit higher. Like the confidence of the kid to do that—that's unbelievable. I love watching the step, and he doesn't mind some contact as well. So 406K, he'll probably put on another 50K. He's averaging 51 over his five games. The only thing is he is owned by 30% of people. So yeah. I think this is kind of your last week to really get on, isn't it? So Yeah, because look, like you said, it, it's he, he's probably not a – it could be a keep, I don't know, but um, he's already made a bit of cash, and like you said, it's, it's now or never. I think. Yeah, it's one of those things that once you get in that, that 400 is just an awkward price, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Really exactly. awkward price. And that's the same thing with Nico Hines. The other guy we'll talk about, he started the round at 458K. He's going to put a monster, because he was a break in of, excuse me, break even minus of eight. minus nine or eight. So <sighs> with 101 that he scored, it's like, wow, this guy could open in the mid 500s. And you've kind of probably missed the boat on this one. But in saying that, if. They're saying that Pups is out for a minimum of three or four weeks. You still do have a little bit of time, especially if he keeps that confidence he's showing. He's averaging 63 from his starting performances over the last five games. So I think the way that they're structured and the way that they play is just its just he's going to score points. Well, he's the main man at the moment, isn't it? Hughes is out, Munster was out, and Harry Grant out. Like... You think that Melbourne would crumble, but he's just become that player that sort of they just can back up and rely on. Mm. I think we mentioned it a couple of pods ago. It it is a major worry, and it's also probably turned me off perhaps towards the end of the season or um, anyone be like that because resting. Look, if yeah. they hundred percent going to rest, perhaps or rest perhaps or Munster um, with any sort of niggling injury with Nico Hines because they can. So yeah, it's it's, it's danger. No, I completely agree, mate. Now, next guy, sticking on this Storm flavor, and Brandon Smith. And he had an absolute blinder again, setting up a couple of tries. Again, 613K. He's a dual hooker mid. His last three average 60. So he's hitting this three-date rule quite nicely, going through this origin period. And with Harry saying that he's out for another four weeks, he becomes even more important. And to be honest, he's in my sights, Andy. What about yourself? Yeah, I like it, hey, because especially with my my Crichton um, debacle, mm. I've got Crichton in my mid, so I, and I've got a I need a mid, so he, him at six hundred thirteen k, I think he's one hundred and forty k cheaper than what Crichton is now, so that's a I might be able to um, downgrade or sell a Crichton. Yeah, I'll talk about trades later, but yeah, I think. Um, I think he's he's pretty um, what's the word juicy. He's pretty cheesy. <laughs> yeah, 
is 70, 63, 70, and 49, his last three scores. Uh, it's pretty good. And it's pretty, like you said, he's, he's had your grands out for four weeks. He's that starting hooker role. It's minimum 60 minutes where he's scoring some pretty good scores. And you've got Jerome Hughes is out, Munster's out. So he's, again, he's having to step up a bit more. Yeah, and he's only he's owned by 14%, which isn't too bad, especially it's better than Angus Crichton who's owned by like 24%. So as you did mention, the amount of spines that they've got and the quality of the different – like it's it's incredible. Like I don't know what's going on down there, but he's not even really their starting hooker. Like it's just crazy. But I, I'm yeah. If I can work out, just depending on how much money Sam Walker loses from this game, mm-hmm. like at the moment I'll be able to swap him. It depends on how much Cheese makes. If he makes twenty grand and Sam Walker loses twenty grand, well I can't make the trade because I've got about eighty k in the bank. So, but uh, I'm just not sure. So I'm really really hoping that they don't move around too much. And I will do a straight swap for the cheese if I can't afford it. Well, his break even was 34. So he's only got an extra 30 points over that. So he might not raise too much in price. Yeah, let's hope not. All right, last guy, Andy, Jaden Braley. He had a low, a season low this week of 45. He did come with a lot of demerits though. Five missed tackles, which is unusual for him. And also one penalty. So what's that, 12? So had he not, had he done a normal game, he probably would have hit a 57. But... Corbs brought it out the week before. He hit a 64, but he scored a try, which kind of pushed him from a 40s to a 60s. So that's mm. quite a, it's just one of those things that it is noticeable that last couple of weeks he has dropped back. And the form of the Knights actually has dropped back as well. But again, 795K, he's made nearly 400K. I think that's the best in fantasy. Still averaging 67, but is he on your radar? Because for me, he was a, a keeper. But he's kind of losing that tag a little bit now. I, I think last two or three weeks, he might have had a bit of a form slump. But I think it's, it's just gone with the Knights. I, mm. I, I still think it's a keeper, considering the next closest hooker is Reed Marnie at 62 fantasy points. And then below that is Damien Cook at 57. Yep. So he's 67 at the moment. Yes, he had a, a massive, uh, uh, awesome start with 80s and 70s every now and then. But I still think he's a keeper considering the, the amount of poor hooker choices at the moment. Yeah, that, you, and, you, that, that's the thing, isn't it? We don't have much options. Yeah, that's it. Until after origin time when Harry Grant and Damien Cooks or they start thinking about end game, start playing. When Grant plays 80 minutes, for sure, pick Harry Grant. But at the, at the moment, he's still probably the best hooker to have. Yeah, totally agree. So I think it's still a hold, Jaden Brown, until he can get some some good options. Even up across Coruscant, like he's literally not doing anything because mm. he's just not Doesn't defending. need to. Yeah. <laughs> he's just absolutely not doing anything at all. All right, that was the burning questions for this week, and we'll talk a little bit more about it all on the Tuesday show, I'm sure. But let's have a look at trade targets for this week because it is going to be a very important week. I guess we are burning trades, Andy, but still, we've still got to tick our sides along and still compete as much as we can as well. So who's your who's in your thoughts this week for trades? Uh, well, my main one will probably <laughs> um, fix out my Walker Blake trade. <laughs> I, still, I can't believe you did that. I was still kicking myself. I was just sort of, yeah. I was at a poor moment. <laughs> Had a big night and just wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then possibly it might be a Crichton and Walker Blake out, and I'll try and think about someone bringing in. So, but with the main one, it might just be a Crichton to possibly I'll have a look at Smith because, mm. like you said, is Grant out for four games? That's him. He's even Grant Origin period. That's Smith a hooker, yeah. and he he's been killing it there lately. So, I think he's got some good stats. Or 
<clears throat> uh, there's another smoky, could be uh, Aiden Tolman. Yeah, you've been, ta- actually, you've been talking about him for a few weeks now. Yeah, he's actually like, he's getting the minutes now. So, like, he's getting a bit of form. We cranked, so, we cranked out, what, 71 minutes on the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, 71 minutes. So, like, and his, his last three average is 55 fantasy points. And he's only 578K. Uh, yeah. And he's only and guess how much he's owned by zero point three percent. So he's he's actually a pretty good pod. Um, that could actually swing my decision, but I think I'm thinking Smith's probably still better there. He's got a bit more upside, considering mm. he's playing the hooker role and he has that that hooker spot for four weeks. Yeah, while um Grant's out. I think Aiden Tolman is the total opposite of someone like a Reese Walsh, right? Like he's not a joy to watch. <laughs> no, like no. he's slow. He makes his tackles, but. He's not going to get you off the your, your seat. Right? He is a workhorse that just does his job. Yeah, he just the one speed the whole time. There's no change. Yeah, considering, but you know what? I uh, another player who is actually fun to watch. Were you watching the Parry game? Mm-hmm. Nathan Brown. See how how he, hard he, he charges runs as well. I, I don't know how. It's just like running through a brick wall. He's unbelievable. <laughs> That's a player to watch. I didn't score that well in fantasy, but. Nah, he gives his heart and soul, that's for sure. Just the one trade there, do you reckon, for the weekend? I think I'll, I'll probably have to do the one, um, considering actually we'll just decide about judiciary and see what happens uh, on the Tuesday. But for now, I think it might just be the, the one um, with... Uh, no, I'll probably have to go two. <laughs> I'll have to reverse my Blake trade. Oh, no. All right, trade targets for me, and I will be selling Sam Walker. I've just got to decide. I do want Brandon Smith, but that's my first option, but that would be decided by whether I can get that cash issue sorted. But the other guy I want to – I'm sure that Murata Neokoro is going to be back in the Parramatta team. He's, again, awkward price, but a little bit cheaper. Save some cash. 486K right now. He does Mm. average 40. He's got the mid and the center tag as well, which I kind of like because then it just does solve issues like this if you get an issue in the centers or an issue in mids. Because, like, realistically, I think you can carry a mid or a center that averages 40 or 45, like at least one of them. So I think that will solve a few different problems. And probably the other guy I'm looking at is probably Keon Kolomatangi because he's got the edge and also the mid-dual <clears throat> capture. He's at 545K. So we'll be able to afford him as a straight swap and then possibly – bringing in the cheese the following week when Walshy goes to origin. So that's that's the other option. But I, I don't want to miss Brandon Smith because I know he's going to make some good points over the next few weeks. So just the one? Yeah, just the this one. This week? I'm running because I had to make those two. I didn't want to even trade this week. But no, never did I. <laughs> but when you, when you see the bargains and you see someone like, you know, Nico Hines, he was lick, like you had to – I had to take it. And then we see the other one, Reese Walsh. You know, I was waiting. My, my buy signal was when – Brownie confirms that he needs to be in the 13. So, and he's starting fullback, yeah. Yeah, and he gave us well, the best indication. And you can't, you don't beat those performances, can you? The only trade I would have made to start would have been a possible RTS to Nico Hines. Yeah, yeah. But I thought I made the right decision when he when RTS scored 61. Uh, Next minute, Nico Hines joins a 100 club. So, <laughs> yeah, like you can't win them all, can you? No, you can't. But the thing is, like, as well, with Reese Walsh, because he's got the round 17 by, like, I was going to have to make a decision down the road to get some more round 17 players in. So I'm kind yeah, of, like, borrowing the trade from, like, a future TK. Right. <laughs> 
like like when the, every beer you have, you're only upsetting future future Andy or TK. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy, that was the show for today. Sorry for everyone that did tune, try to tune in the Facebook Live. <laughs> a few technical issues over there. We'll do some more testing, and hopefully, maybe Tuesday we'll try again. But before we let you leave, everyone get following Talking League on Talking League Pod on Facebook and Insta, Talking League One on uh, the Twitter, and please leave us any Apple reviews, and they'll be very, very handy. Andy, good to chat and good to see you smash through the 1,000 Club again, mate. Thanks, mate. Look, I was upset about the Facebook. I did have a shave for everyone, but um, <laughs> yeah, look, I'll show off. I'll show, show that off when we go and live next time. Yeah, for sure. All right, Andy, I'll check you on Tuesday, mate. See you, brother.